Many of you know me as Ren, the seminarian who left for an internship last fall and has been busy with seminary at Meadville Lombard the past two years. I want to share with you all, I want to share with you all some of the bits of wisdom I've learned in seminary that apply broadly. The sermon was somewhat inspired by the reading we heard earlier. All I really needed to know I learned in kindergarten. I think this idea has much validity. These kindergarten lessons are the basis of other lessons we learn in life. Sometimes we forget them. The word seminary means plant nursery or breeding ground. It's interesting then that it became applied to humans undergoing the task of training to be ministers and priests and pastors through time. I think it's an apt term when applied to theological learning, though what we must nurture and learn is wisdom within ourselves as well as from great teachers across time. In seminary, I've learned we must be gentle with ourselves and with each other. People have tender points and go through things we may never know about, and we should be kind to each other when possible. In seminary, we talk a lot about self-care. I know it's an overused term, but it really is important to consider how we are caring for ourselves. An article from Forbes encourages self-care because it promotes realizing that you have worth. People often care for their friends or children or spouses or pets or even plants so well but forget to do that for themselves. I know I fall into this caring trap sometimes, but we are worth as much to the people and animals who love us as they are to us. We must care for ourselves so that we can care for others. This care can look many ways, from taking time for ourselves to spiritual practices. Another part of caring for ourselves can be having fun with family, friends, and by ourselves. According to an article in the UU World, adults need play too. It helps us let go of some of the seriousness of the world and gives us a space to unwind. I've seen this need for play during seminary as well. My peers and I often enjoy coloring meditative coloring books during class or drawing Zen tangles, complex line drawings, and even knitting. It helps our minds to stay engaged during a long, full-day course and lets us bring play into the classroom. Sometimes in religious education courses, we do play to learn. In one class, we made our ideal world out of Play-Doh. In another, we made clay chalices to learn about children's RE. Joyful play isn't just for children. This can mean board games or coloring books aimed at adults or so many other things. But seminary has reminded me that being an adult should not mean forgetting how to play. I've learned that we are all learning and growing all the time. Not just when in school, but in all of life. We learn things from each other, from books, from television, from ourselves, from nature, from tragedy, and from too many other places to list. Like Unitarian Universalism 
teaches us with our sources of you, you. There are so many forms of wisdom and so many places that we can find it. We are also teaching all the time in life. We teach children and adults alike how to be in the world by how we are in the world. When we are kind or informed or protest, we are teaching others to do that as well. My peers at Meadville Lombard have shown me the many ways people can be Unitarian Universalists. We can find what is holy for us in places that may seem unlikely if we are open to the wisdom. We have UU Christians, pagans, Buddhists, humanists, and so many more. But beyond that, we have people who seek wisdom from nature or trains or Zumba. We might find one source or type of wisdom or spiritual practice works for us for one period of our life, but that it doesn't anymore. This is part of being human. I used to enjoy keeping a gratitude journal. These days, I prefer to set aside time to simply think and reflect on what I am grateful for. Both are valid spiritual practices, and both have worked for me at different points in my life. I've realized how very much we all bring to the table. Of course, I've always valued everyone's inherent worth and dignity. I grew up UU. But through seminary, I learned that each of us have amazing stories and wisdom to share with each other. We all have things to learn and things to teach. This past year, the first year Meadville Lombard students started many new student groups. Those of us who had been at Meadville longer marveled at how they had gotten things done for the student body. Their classes and experiences that the first years have not had, but they come in with their own skills. We can apply this concept to UU congregations as well and our workplaces. People might be new members or new employees, but they still come through the door holding wisdom from other experiences. An article in the Harvard Business Review agrees with this idea. They discuss how people can share wisdom and why workplaces are such a unique opportunity. They state that currently there's the potential for five generations of people to be working together. Five. This is something unheard of in the past, but that is happening now due to the lengthening lifespans and later retirements. The article discusses how people from these different generations all have knowledge and wisdom to share. Whereas a baby boomer or member of the silent generation or traditionalist have experience of years to draw on and share with people, a Gen X member, millennial, or Gen Z person will have their own experiences and knowledge of new technologies and slang to attract younger people to a business or church. Meadville Lombard has been a place where I've experienced many generations sharing wisdom with one another in a kind and loving way. We have about four generations at Meadville studying and learning together. Some of my Meadville Lombard peers had never seen a female minister growing up anywhere, and so they felt they had to ignore their calling to be one. I grew up with female ministers always present because I was fortunate to grow up UU in the 90s and 2000s. The differences in the times we grew up make our classes and fellowship together richer. 
Churches can also be amazing multi-generational communities. You're joining the community today, aren't you? I see so much potential for wisdom that goes from our tiniest at church to the ones who have experienced so much. I've experienced so many amazing stories of different times from members of Hope and from members of the congregation where I'm an intern. It is so vital to really listen to each other's stories when we have the chance. Seminary and life have taught me that we all have these valid and wise things to share. I've also learned that sometimes we grow from painful things as well. That doesn't mean the difficult things in our lives are good for us or meant to be, though that may be some people's theology, only that we can learn from the many things our lives contain. Even when things are awful or hard, we are gaining wisdom. We can use those hard times to help others through a difficult time or to help someone struggle less than we did. In the moment, Hard things often just feel hard. They don't feel like they could help us later or like a moment of wisdom. In the moment, hard things don't have to be sources of anything. In the moment, getting through is often the focus. We have a lot of times of pain today. Of course, there have been other hard periods of time, but right now it's hard for us. There are children taken from parents Shooters on campuses and at businesses, and so much else challenging any form of peace in the world. How do we find wisdom and meaning when it seems that every day there's a new tragedy? I think we look to ourselves, to those around us, our church community, and to the wider world for hope and help. Turning to community in times of struggle is something seminary has taught me well. When things are hard, a strong community means you don't have to go it alone. There are people to hold you up when things are tough. Church communities are so good for that. Checking in with people who are ill and being a supportive community member when things are difficult are examples of community in hard times. Just because I'm attending seminary does not mean I've learned all of this on my own. To have wisdom, we do not have to learn it all ourselves. I had a professor tell us, you don't have to make all of your own mistakes. Right? There is so much wisdom in that statement. We don't have to experience every possibility. Because happily, humans are capable of observing and learning. We don't sell and eat pies made of poisonous berries because even the earliest humans learned from trial and error what was safe and had the wisdom not to eat the, not to eat the berries that just killed their friend. Of course, not everything in life is so drastic as poisonous foods. But the idea that we can listen and that we can take in each other's stories in order to better understand our own points of view and our own ways of being in the world something applicable to our daily lives. Being open to our own wisdom, listening to ourselves, is also important. This has been part of my work in seminary. Having wisdom first means recognizing the value of our experiences. 
This wisdom we have can help us along our life journeys and can help others when we share it. It can be hard to look within yourself and know that you are wise, that you have wisdom to share. But I believe we all do. We all have wisdom, including children. I'm sure many of us have a story of a time a child we know put things into perspective or said something that really touched the heart of an issue. A ministerial colleague of mine recently told me about a family conversation about Caribbean colorism, or the act of lighter-skinned people of color oppressing darker-skinned people of color. One of her daughters could not understand why lighter-skinned biracial people would perpetuate the same kind of oppression that they had experienced from white people onto darker-skinned people. Her other daughter explained, people wanted power and were greedy, and they made stuff up about skin color, and that's racism, and it's stupid. (laughs) We all have wisdom and knowledge. And so I challenge you to think of the things that you've learned in your life. Maybe in your family, or your job, or interacting with people here at church. It can be wisdom that is learned through pain or through great joy. Wisdom learned from experience, or from friends, or from books. Hold on to that wisdom and share it when you have the chance. I also challenge you to listen to those around you and to recognize the wisdom in the world and even in this room. It is there if we take the time Just pay attention. We all have wisdom to share, stories to tell, lessons learned. We are all carrying this wisdom inside of us. It is a beautiful part of humanity. Let us share and listen to one another. Thank you, Wren. We give away our plate every single Sunday, and this